Well, hello there, friend. Welcome back. I am really looking forward to talking about today's subject because the truth is I truly love all things health and that includes mental health. It is a big part of my life and I feel like it's a big part of most people's lives. I have always been very open about the fact that I struggle with anxiety. I also have had bouts of depression. So I'm happy that on my podcast, we can talk about it very casually. We can talk about what helps and we can just be open and honest about this conversation. I feel like since the pandemic, anxiety and stress and just the feelings of feeling alone have just skyrocketed and it seems to be out of control. And even though we are on social media so much more and that's supposed to help us connect, I feel like oftentimes we are really disconnected and lacking that connection and just feeling overwhelmed. So today, I want to talk to you about some natural ways to reduce anxiety. I know during the holidays, that's high. I know when you have a lot on your plate, it's high. For single moms, it can be complicated. Just in so many different scenarios, anxiety just rages. And for some people, they do need a medication for that. But for other people, we can do things naturally to reduce it. So I am thankful for that. And we're going to talk about that today. Also, today's show sponsor is Talkspace. And I am super excited about this because I basically stalked Talkspace to work with us because I think what they offer is so incredibly important. If you need help to help you through the end of the year or at any point in the upcoming year, Talkspace Online Therapy can help. There are thousands of licensed therapies across dozens of specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code MAKEITSIMPLE. That's all one word, just make it simple. That's $100 off when you use that code, make it simple at Talkspace.com. And again, if you feel like you need more help, you need more support, do not be scared to reach out to a licensed therapist. I am a big fan of them. I've seen a therapist before. I literally suggest everyone does because mental health is truly just like physical health. If you have a physical health issue, you see a doctor. If you need to talk to someone about your mental health, you see a therapist and it's going to be good for you. So Talkspace.com makes it really easy. Lastly, before we get into this episode, I do want to remind you, if you feel it is helpful to please share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it on social media. And as always, I really appreciate the reviews. It really does help the podcast grow. I know if you listen to podcasts that we all say that, but that's the truth and that it helps be able to share this message with more people. And if we're really a community, we want to be able to do that. Today, my review share is from Steph Abraham. It's called Delightfully Delivered Expert Knowledge. Andrea shares the science behind all fitness questions and she delivers it in a delightful, easy and understand method. Listening to it is like talking to a smart friend that you trust and admire. Make It Simple is my go-to podcast, and it gives me a kick in the butt or a virtual hug. My favorite part is when Andrew closes with, you are doing better than you think. This is just my style of message that I need to remind myself to give myself a break, keep my chin up, and get to work without guilt and shame. Thank you, Andrea. No, thank you, Steph. I mean it. You are all doing better than you think you are. We are so hard on ourselves as women. I'm like almost in tears here just reading that message because... We forget that like we are killing it. We are doing all these things at once and all we can focus on what we're not. So I mean it from the bottom of my heart when I say you are doing better than you think you are. Okay, so 
Thank you so much for listening to that. We're going to go ahead and get right into the episode now. And again, don't forget to write a review or subscribe so that you do not miss any upcoming episodes. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed. So I've made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here and I hope you stay a while. All right, so anxiety is kind of tricky because it can easily be situational, which is totally common and normal. There's no reason to worry about that. And it can be chronic. And in those situations, as I mentioned, you might want to reach out to someone, but there is a lot that we can do naturally to help ease our anxiety. And that's what I want to talk about today. As I mentioned, I feel like anxiety is just through the roof since the pandemic. And a lot of times people just think, oh, it's just something I have to live with. I just need to move on. And then we're like these volcanoes where we're just feeling anxious, anxious, anxious. And then people like blow or they just get depressed because a lot of times when we feel overwhelmed, it causes depression. So I'm going to list a couple signs of anxiety and then I'm going to get right into things that you can do naturally to help ease that. Some really common signs of anxiety are just feeling worried consistently, feeling agitated or irritable, like very short with people, feeling restlessness, difficulty concentrating, trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, avoiding social situations, or even panic attacks. Obviously, we all probably experience these things every once in a while, but if you're noticing them consistently happening on a regular basis, then you might want to think about how can I reduce my anxiety naturally and then how can I reach out to a professional if I'm not able to do it naturally or if I think I need more support. So some natural things we can do is, this is going to seem really simple, but this is something I have started doing and I've actually noticed a big difference with it. The first thing that we could do is start focusing on our breathing. Now, hear me out because I know this is a little bit different. I don't know if you've ever heard of the 478 breathing technique. It was developed by Dr. Andrew Whale. Its origin is driven from an ancient yogic practice of controlling your breath, and it's called pranayama. I hope I said that correctly. I'm not a yogi, so if I didn't, I'm sorry, but pranayama. So the whole purpose of it is mindful breathing. It teaches you to control your breath and to breathe deeper and mindfully because this has benefits of reducing stress and creating relaxation. Dr. Andrew Whale refers to this as a natural tranquilizer for your nervous system, which is pretty cool because your nervous system is what your stress response is. It controls your fight or flight response. So in any type of situation we deal with, if it's dangerous, we're either going to go into fight mode or to flight mode. The problem is in today's society, a lot of things going on are triggering that system. We're late for an event. We have a kid to get here. We have two kids at home and we're trying to work at the same time. We have spilled this. We're overwhelmed over here with work. Whatever it is, it seems to be going off constantly, which is causing problems for our nervous system. 
And because we are always in this response, it is suppressing our immune system. It's causing other health problems, including high blood pressure, depression, and anxiety because we're overwhelmed and we're always feeling stressed. And the relaxation response is being interrupted constantly by the stress response. So this is why this breathing is so effective, this 4-7 breathing. And there are actually different styles of it, but this is the one I'm going to talk about today. So it's a pretty easy system, and you are going to remember it's super easy. I actually also know, my husband told me this as we've been talking about this breathing. He said, oh, yeah, that's what snipers use when they're in war before they shoot because it helps calm their nerves. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. So all you're going to do is you're going to close your mouth. You're going to inhale through your nose for four counts. You're going to hold your breath for seven counts. Then you're going to exhale completely through your mouth, making a whoosh sound, so like fully exhaling, for an eight count. That's one complete cycle. So inhale for four through your nose, hold for seven, exhale for eight, a full exhale. This is the deep breathing, and it's going to help calm down your nervous system. So here's a little bit more background on that. The sympathetic nervous system is what controls your body's response, as we talked about. The parasympathetic nervous system controls your body's rest and relaxation response. So that breathing is triggering that rest and relaxation response. And whenever one of those kicks on, it suppresses the other one. So if we can kick on the parasympathetic nervous system, it's going to suppress basically our fight or flight, our stress one. So it's really important and it actually does work because they are triggered by the other one and we're trying to override the stress one, which is causing anxiety. So try the breathing. Next time you're feeling overwhelmed, next time you're just feeling like your brain is foggy and you're feeling all of those signs of anxiety, like the worry, the irritability, the restlessness, try the four seven breathing method and see if it helps you. And it's such an easy thing we can do naturally to try to calm our nerves and bring our anxiety down to a functional level and bring on the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps us relax. The next thing you can do to naturally reduce your anxiety is to offset your thoughts. So the biggest thing with anxiety is oftentimes two people can experience the exact same thing and one of them will view it very differently. One of them will allow a negative seed to take root And then it grows a tree in their mind of what's going to happen in the future. It's causing fear and stress over something that hasn't happened oftentimes or we're worried about happening. Another person can have the exact same situation happen to them, yet they can take a positive swing of it and not overthink it so they don't build that tree of the future that hasn't even happened and create themselves extra worry or anxiety and they're able to shift their thoughts. Now, I know this is really hard, but I think if we could be aware of our thoughts and how they're affecting us, it would be really helpful to help us naturally ease anxiety. I also talk about how our thoughts affect us in episode 55, so I highly suggest that listen as well. I have a head coach that I work with. Her name is DJ, and I adore her with all my heart because she is a fabulous partner as we, you know, work with clients and we work things out and we discuss things. And something she one time said to me that has really stuck with me when I'm thinking about, you know, the future or things I have on my plate or things I want to work on I was venting to her of, you know, what ifs, what could go wrong, all these things, you know, shoulda, coulda, wouldas maybe. And she said to me, 
Worry and anxiety is just motivation in the wrong direction. Energy that can be more productive elsewhere. And I was like, mic drop, boom. (laughs) It made me be like, oh my gosh, you're right. I'm putting all this energy and thought into like something that's not even helping me. So let me put my energy and thought into something that is somewhere elsewhere. So that's what I mean by shifting our thoughts, by offsetting our thoughts. It's really, really important that we try to work on that. And it doesn't happen overnight, but trying to shift from the negative, trying to see the positive. And also, if you are thinking something over and over and over again, because I will think, oh, I know the outcome and I will replay a negative outcome in my mind sometimes. And I will have to literally flip it and replay the positive outcome in my mind. And instantly my anxiety reduces, my worry reduces, and things normally go just fine when I'm allowing my brain to take a positive road instead of a negative road. One way that you can also really offset your thoughts is journaling. So while journaling is another way of decreasing anxiety, it kind of is coupled with your thoughts because they kind of go hand in hand. Because oftentimes when we take the things that are rolling around in our heads and are just filling it and making it feel cloudy and we put it on paper, often we see that it's really not that big a deal or it kicks it out of our head so we can move on. I had a coach one time tell me, take 10 minutes every day to think of all the things that can go wrong, and then you're not allowed to think about them the rest of the day. And I thought, that's really interesting. Like, take 10 minutes to feel negative, to feel bad, to do whatever you want, and then don't do that the rest of the day. You, like, have, like, a set window. You don't allow yourself to sulk. You don't allow yourself to, like, feel anxious. You just do, and you do, and you move on from that, but you give yourself that time to mourn and to stress. So that's another thought process. But I really like the journaling because often I can see once it is on paper that it isn't such a big deal. Also, when we put it on paper, sometimes it helps just simply clear out our heads, as I mentioned. For me, I often get stressed over work. I am an owner of a decently large business. I have a handful of employees. And while I absolutely adore and love what I do, I love helping people. I love helping them shift their mindsets. And the truth is I am even always working on my own and trying to teach what real health is because I don't think it's always presented the way it should be. So while I'm doing all that, I have a lot going on in my brain and it is helpful for me if I can spit it all out. So for example, I have a very large cork board, like a big board in my little gym at home. And I will, when my brain feels overwhelmed, I have little note cards and I will write everything down on the note card that I have. I'll write down all my post ideas, all my podcast ideas, anything I need to do. I will just keep putting and putting and putting and adding it to the cork board. And then I can take a step back from the board and I can look at what I have and it actually makes me feel powerful. It makes me feel in control like, okay, I'm going to tackle one of these note cards at a time. And when I do one note card, I take it off the board. And it is so accomplishing to take a note card off the board. I actually love it. And I do it all the time. And even if you look in my social media when I'm in my gym, you can see my cork board in the very corner of my gym sometimes. Another thing I do is I have a whiteboard that I've recently bought that I'm able to funnel thought processes on. So if I'm having a thought process, I will write it down. I will write the outcomes. I will write what's more likely. I will write how I will respond. And it changes things from what if to so what if. This puts me in problem solving 
rather than just like running around with a chicken with my head cut off. So what if? How am I going to respond? Problem solving, brainstorming, these are both huge pieces in the corkboard that I use and in the whiteboard. And I will not pretend that I am perfect at this. I want you to know I am not. But these are two things I have found that have helped me get my thoughts out and allowed me to clear my head. And then I am able to be more functional and more on top of things because it's not just smushed around in my head, like I mentioned, rolling around. So journaling, writing things down, getting a big board to write things on so you can see it. It's why people have vision boards. It's a similar idea. And those are always to help ease the anxiety as well. And as I mentioned, taking that little note card off that cork board, it literally, I feel like I want to high five myself, pat myself on the back, and it's exciting. So doing things like that where we're actually getting them out of our heads and in front of us or on paper is very helpful. The next thing I'm going to suggest, and I already know you know I'm going to suggest it, is exercise. And I know you're thinking, I know. Everyone says that. Every Everything always says that. But that's because there's no way around the benefits of exercise. It is so helpful for you. It helps you sleep better. It helps you clear your mind. It helps you boost your mood. It is a great way to just get out all of your pent-up energy or emotion that you have. It is so beneficial in so many aspects of life. I have shown in my stories, I have said on the podcast, I do cardio a lot for my emotions, for my mental health. Anytime I'm feeling anxiety, you better believe I go kick it out with kickboxing. Anytime I'm feeling overwhelmed, I turn to kickboxing. Sad, anxious, all of those things, I turn in that direction. Another thing I do when I'm feeling overwhelmed with anxiety is I walk. I'm not very good at meditating, and I know that's another one that helps. I think about a 1,000 miles a minute. So when I sit there, I'm like dinging everything, <laughs> everything in my brain that I want to do. But I have learned my form of meditation is simply walking in our neighborhood, and then I'm able to move my feet, and I'm able to slow my brain. So you have to kind of do what works for you. For some people, I've heard them say, I am able to slow my anxiety when I do busy things with my hands, when I use my feet, when I take deep breaths. There's very different versions. We're not all the same, but exercise honestly does make a difference. And I will be the first to tell you that I use it as probably my number one tool to help me learn to control my emotions, to work through my emotions, and to clear my head. It makes a huge difference. Even if you just get in five minutes, even if you're going on a walk, doing Pilates, doing yoga, whatever you want, I encourage you to just do a couple of minutes. I know it's hard when you feel overwhelmed, but I promise you if you take that time, it will clear your brain. It will help. And I talk about that in more detail in the anxiety and depression episode for episode 34, if you go back to that one. All right, so now we're going to get into some natural supplements and oils, and then we're going to quickly go over some foods that help as well. And bada bing, bada boom, you have an arsenal of ideas to help ease your anxiety. So for natural supplements and oils, some really common ones are simply CBD oil or essential oil. Now, let me kind of explain these. There are so many different types of oils that you can try. There have been a lot of studies done showing the effectiveness of citrus oil on improving your mood and helping with anxiety and depression. Citrus oil makes complete sense to me because as I get into the foods, you're going to see why it's linked because oftentimes they also think low vitamin C is linked to anxiety and a couple other things. So, 
picking an oil that is maybe a citrus base is going to be helpful for you. And the other cool part is the scent molecule. So we're talking about citrus molecules. The scent molecule in citrus oils is small enough that it's actually able to penetrate the brain blood barrier, which means scientifically there really is reason behind why this molecule is effective and why oils can be effective. And the citrus oil can actually help improve your anxiety. You can also look into for anxiety or if you're having trouble with sleep, lavender and jasmine are both two other essential oils that have been proven to help ease anxiety as well. So I think that it's worth looking into those. There's a lot of different oils, companies that do it. I'm not going to suggest one, but those are just scents that I think are going to be helpful for you to naturally try to ease that anxiety. CBD oils are also another option which has been shown to help reduce anxiety naturally. So there are a lot of different CBD oils. I'm not an affiliate with any company, but I can tell you too that I have tried that I like. Both of these have zero THC and they're third-party tested. I have done the My Soul CBD. They have chill capsules and they have a lemon lime oil drop, which is really good as well. And you can just put it underneath your tongue. And also Met Naturals. That's M-E-T-T-S Naturals. They are 100% organic, third-party tested, and they also have an orange CBD oil that is helpful. I have done both of those and I do like them. You can use any CBD that you prefer, but those are just two companies I know with zero THC and they're third-party tested, but they have also been proven to help reduce anxiety and they're not that expensive. And to me, it's worth a try. So you don't have to be on medicines if you don't have to. And I think that they're useful in that way. I will also put in the show notes link for both of those. Another supplement that you could think about is magnesium. Low magnesium has been linked to anxiety as well and also depression. They kind of are like sisters. They go hand in hand, even though we're just talking about anxiety today, but it has been linked to both of those. So if you're looking for a supplement for magnesium, now first let me say there are a lot of different kinds of magnesiums, but the most common one to help with anxiety is magnesium glycinate, which is used as a calming effect for anxiety, insomnia, and depression. But I will also link in the show notes a website which explains 10 different magnesiums and what they are good for. It's an it's an easy read article, so it won't be complicated for you to read. But I looked through it and I was like, oh, it's good to know what all of these different types of magnesiums do. And I really do think magnesium works. There have been tons of studies that show it as well. There is a study done in 2010 that was really awesome that showed magnesium can be used to treat anxiety naturally. And I will also put that in the show notes as well. NIH did it. I have a couple other studies to show you as well that will be linked that there are some natural ways to try to improve your anxiety and just reduce it in general. And lastly, we're going to talk about foods. Food, food, food. Who doesn't love food? We're going to talk about foods that help us reduce it naturally because we've talked about things you can do, how we can control our mind, how we can be aware of exercise, how we can breathe, possible supplements. And now let's talk about foods, just things that we could eat more of to help reduce our anxiety. 
As I mentioned, low vitamin C has been linked to increases in anxiety. So if you want to incorporate more vitamin C-rich foods, like mushrooms into your diet, it would be very beneficial for reducing both physiologically and psychological anxiety. Something else besides the mushrooms is, as I mentioned, citrus fruits and bell peppers, because those are both really rich in vitamin C, plus they have antioxidant properties which help reduce inflammation and help prevent damage to the cells that promote anxiety. So we are trying to damage those cells all we can. I would love that. So definitely eat more citrus fruits, you know, your lemons, limes, oranges, and bell peppers, because the more we can damage those cells that create anxiety, the more we are all going to be better off. That's going to be really helpful. What about foods that are high in magnesium? As we know, when our magnesium is low, sometimes that can also cause us more anxiety and we're trying to reduce it. So if you're looking for foods that are high in magnesium, Swiss chard and other leafy greens, cashews, Brazilian nuts, edamame, black beans, they're all really great ideas for eating to increase your magnesium. And you can even look up more foods as well. I'm just giving you a handful of each. Turmeric is a spice that contains curcumin. Now, I thought it was curcumin, but Google said no, it's curcumin. So I don't know which way you say it. But either way, it's a compound that's been studied to promote brain health and prevent anxiety disorders. So they've done a couple different studies on it. One study, they did a randomized crossover study where they gave it to one group of people for 30 days and the other group had a placebo. And they found that their anxiety scores in the group of people that had the compound curcumin curcumin? Who knows which way you say it, but it's C-U-R-C-U-M-I-N. And it's in turmeric. It's in the spice turmeric, which makes it a little simpler. I know how to say turmeric, so we're all good with that. (laughs) Anyway, it helped reduce their anxiety, which is pretty awesome. And so I have done turmeric in smoothies and shakes and different things. You can look in how to add it into like green smoothies in the morning or however you want to have it. And it's a really great idea because there's plenty of studies that show it does help reduce anxiety. Chamomile is another herb that may help reduce anxiety as well. And I will add a Again, a study in the show notes from NIH where they took chamomile for 38 weeks and they took almost 200 people, 179 people with generalized anxiety disorder who experienced significantly greater reduction in their symptoms when they had a chamomile extract of 1,500 milligrams daily. So... It, it can really make a huge difference too. And they also have chamomile tea. They're still studying if that's helpful. But to me, I'm like, it can't hurt. You might as well try it. Or you could do the extract of the herb chamomile, which would be helpful. The last few things I want to mention is turkey, asparagus, and even bananas because they have tryptophan in it, which is converted into serotonin in the body, which helps promote relaxation and anxiety relief. So yeah, it can help balance your mood and it can help you calm. So those are pretty easy ones. Turkey, asparagus, and bananas. You got that. All of those supplements and the foods, because some of them I know you're like, I don't even know how to spell chamomile maybe. I will put them in the show notes so you can look it up. But those are all 
easy ways for us to like literally go to your local health food store and get some supplements and get some real whole foods and maybe get some extract and then like shift your mind and exercise and breathe deep. And maybe we can ease all of our anxiety we're having, whether it's acute or chronic, we want it to improve. It really does make a difference. I truly want you to know that these are things I work on too. A lot of the podcasts I do, I feel like are self-monologues. I actually love doing the research. In fact, I was laughing today because as I was researching these foods, I fell down a complete black hole (laughs) on the National Institute of Health for studies on these foods linked with anxiety reduction. And I just found it fascinating. And I even thought myself, oh my gosh, I got to make sure I'm eating more citrus fruits. I'm eating more bell peppers. And these are things I eat regularly, but the reminder is always good. It's always good to have a reminder to eat whole foods and to think about things that we can naturally do to make us so much healthier physically and mentally. I truly hope this episode was helpful for you. As always, share it if you feel like it was, and I will always take a review from you. And remember, you are always doing better than you think you are, and you are not alone in this journey. Until next week, we'll chat then. 